action, nothing was ever going to be the same. Danger. If I slip up or if I turn my eye for just one second, someone could get the drop on me. Adventure. The Amazon River, they have a version of everything in North America except bigger and scarier. You're listening to Sea Story. Episode 27, Cameras Down. My name is Jackie Smith. I'm a Senior Chief Mass Communications Specialist. I'm from Lincoln, Nebraska, and this is my sea story. I was the first female combat photographer for the Navy to be awarded the Bronze Star. This is the first time I've fully talked about it because once I got back home safe and I was good, within six months, the guy who had trained me to be confident, the guy who told me, hey, you're gonna, you're gonna go out there and you're gonna kick butt, he was killed. February of 2006, I was a first class petty officer and I remember it was time for me to get orders and I was talking to my detailer and he's like, hey, I have a job for you. Well, it'll be a challenge. And I said, okay, talk to me about combat camera. Combat camera was one of those commands where you had to know your stuff. You had to be able to shoot great stuff under duress. I met with the operations LPO and the senior enlisted leader of the command the following day. And I was sitting with them and the operations leading petty officer said, so you're a single parent. I said, yeah. He said, this command, I think it's gonna be a challenge for you. We operate in harm's way. It's definitely not your typical sea duty. Another flag for me to say, oh, okay. So you don't think I can do it. I'm gonna go ahead and do it. He was like, is your family care plan up to date? I said, yep. He said, welcome aboard. At Combat Camera, I was one of two females. The thing that I appreciated about the command is they use small unit leadership. So my team, from the moment we were told we were going to Iraq, trained together. We went through Blackwater training. You'd be on the range all day, learning how to shoot, urban techniques, how to dismount vehicles very fast, how to duck and cover, how to run and shoot, things like that. And then we also went through desert survival training. It brought a brotherhood and a sisterhood together. My team comprised of a diver, another chief petty officer, and two other first-class petty officers. They were all photographers, with the exception of my chief. I remember, I'd say we were about three weeks out from deploying to Iraq. I myself dug deeper then and realized, yeah, we're getting ready to go to war. So I need for them to know that I'm all in and have their trust because that's what you do when you get ready to go to war. Fast forward, we go to Iraq and we get into Baghdad. I was farmed out to an army team that was in Bakuba, Iraq. The forward operating base Bakuba was dry, dirty. I ended up getting an Air Force partner, an Air Force combat cameraman as well. We had been patrolling. We had been looking for the bad guy. And we started at, I want to say it was like 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, we started this patrol. And we ended up getting lost. I thought, 
Let's go ahead and go back to base. Let's go back to the fob. We couldn't find the bad guy. That means something. But obviously I wasn't driving the vehicle and I wasn't part of the logistics for that. So we pressed on and it became sunrise. We ended up getting to a village. I don't know if the bad guy was there or not, but we got to a village where we needed to dismount and I needed to document patrolling. We were about 10 or 15 minutes into the patrol and I was shooting with my camera and everything seemed okay. It was quiet. Then we were hit with small arms attack. I had to make the decision if I wanted to distance, which basically meant with the camera lens, you can easily distance yourself and you can easily just stay in the moment as a photographer or if I needed to put my camera down and make sure that I was safe and those around me were safe. And I chose the latter one to put my camera down. The squad leader from that, to me it seemed like he knew what he was doing, but he wasn't sure of himself. And I had just been trained. So I said, sir, my recommendation is this. And he kind of looked at me and, and then we just moved. I wasn't doing anything but my job. No one was lost, and we got back to the FOB, and they instantly became my brothers. When I think of the Bronze Star, I think of it as a piece of paper. I value my relationships with the guys and the trust that I earned from them way more than that. In my military career, being accepted by them was probably one of the most rewarding and best feelings that I'd had. It changed me in many ways. It made me so proud to be an American, so proud to serve my country. Any human, regardless of if they're male or female, can serve our country and can do anything. Our democracy is bigger than myself, and being able to contribute to it, I'm honored and humbled. To hear more stories like mine, subscribe to Sea Story today. Coming next. I always go back to just sailing out of Istanbul as the sun is setting, listening to Marangi and dancing with my shipmate on the Fentel. Sea Stories brought to you by America's Navy. Learn more at Navy.com.